Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. It's a long old day for the Lani. For, for, are you the, you're the Lammy best. You're talking in the third person right now. Yeah, I always talk in the third person. So it's a long old day for you. Yeah, like she's a target. <laughs> she's okay. What, what, she's what? a businesswoman now. G- go on, boss. What else is there in your life that I don't know about? Um, just oh, chip, chip, chip. Photo shoots here, there, and everywhere. No, I'm joking. What What other things? I need to get my nails done because they've broken. Can I just tell you what I need to go and get done? I have something on my face. Oh, that... I can't bear it, please. <laughs> I need, I've got something on my face that needs to come out. I don't know what this... No, it's just disgusting. It's, it's an not... ingrowing hair. It's not coming out. Go facelift and stop trying to get it with my tweezers because it's making me feel physically ill. I, it's really upsetting me. I have a... In... And we've made notes about these trainers. They need to be binned or worn to the gym only. Thank you and thank you. Uh, well, look, I think I look pretty cool. Yeah, Danny Zuko. I know what you're about You look like say. Shaft. Who the hell is Shaft? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Shaft is? No. Well, he, he, you know Shaft is a some legend, obviously. He's a police officer, and he wore a black leather jacket. I think Danny's ego. Okay, you look like Danny. Anyway, I have this thing on my face that I really need to get rid of, and I don't know how to get it There's out. There's a lot of things on your face. No. <laughs> Are you joking? No, you're beautiful and you're gorgeous, and your hair is just chef's kiss at the moment. Honestly, you, you're lovely. Yeah, it, it, firstly, this chef's kiss thing. It's it's Sorry, producer it's Jemima. Jo- it's, it's producer Jemima. Jemima who said it, and now every single time you keep going chef's kiss. No, sorry, <laughs> actually, Jamie, get with the picture. That saying has been going around for a while. He'd never heard it. Okay, well, but you can take the credit, Jemima. But I have, I have now keep continuously you, saying it. You are a bit of a boss at the moment, though, because like even you know, <sighs> you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> You got a bit of like swagger in your step at the moment, girl. No, just a load of anxiety. He's gone. She went on a Hindu. I don't know if anyone saw, but she went on a the Hindu. Mo- there's co- more content coming, so just I know you're worrying because you've not seen enough, <laughs> but it's coming. Sophie said, "I was putting my head out the limo, and people were going, Sophie, Sophie, screaming her name." They as definitely this limo. were. They were like, "Who in the Paris. hell is this weird girl thinking she's Queen Elizabeth, waving with some mime gloves on? I look like a mime." I had these. <laughs> The whole thing was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was channeling a real weird, like, tall, lanky, skinny Texas man the whole weekend. That's what I looked like. Because I had this cowboy hat on and I just kept reminding myself of, like, howdy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, listen, this episode is going to be good. And are you ready for it? Your hell is epic right now. Oh, no, leave it alone. Listen, you ready for it? I'm ready. Oh, waiting. you bet. You said you ready? I'm ready and waiting. Okay, what are you waiting for? You. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hello. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. Hello, I'm Sophie Habi. And we met four years ago, and now we are getting married. Yeah, that's right, we are. Well, nearly. Hello everyone, welcome back to Nearly Weds Podcast, episode 56. Hello everyone, welcome back to Nearly Weds Podcast. I am Sophie Leg. <laughs> it's honestly been so- And I am married. You are, baby. 
I still get embarrassed calling you my husband for some reason. Why? I don't know. It just feels embarrassing. Why does it feel embarrassing? Because why do you have to refer to that? I like to just say Jamie. But they're like, who's that? I say my wife. And people ask me now. They go like, okay. And I'll be like, oh, my wife's coming now. I know. I'll, I'll start saying it. I still say my boyfriend, but I'll start saying my husband. The, the, we were looking around a house and I said, he said, oh, do you need to speak to anyone? I said, oh, I need to call my wife. And then I FaceTimed you. Did you feel sick when you said it? No, I didn't. I felt amazing. I, I, you think that I, I love being married. Well, you didn't look like it on the wedding day. There were no tears and I'll never go over it. This is the most upsetting me, thing. Me, sob, sob, sob. You, you keep thinking that when you looked at me walking down the aisle that I wasn't excited for it. I know the reason why, because you thought, fuck, I'm marrying a hoe because I was wearing a short dress. And he honestly <laughs> just doesn't know the legit. He doesn't know that it's legit to wear a short dress to a civil ceremony. Like, that was I'm the, wearing a mini dress to I'm the I'm being honest one, with you. you that, that was the only, like, whoa, like a bit of like a Yeah, surprise. with the picture, what do you want me to wear? A prom dress? No, but that was the only bit that I I was a bit like, whoa, at is that you were wearing a short little mini skirt? A Vivian Westwood dress. I know, it was, you looked so hot. You looked unreal. No, no, no you can't call a bride hot. You did, you looked un- Glowing. You, you, you looked hot, honey. You looked hot as ever. So did you, Carl Lagerfeld. <laughs> you looked so hot. Oh, God, I'm going to be six. Okay, that. well, Move you did. You look, you look very hot. And... And it was just when I looked and I turned and you were walking down the aisle, it just gave me a little bit of a fright. That's just what you want to hear when you walk down the aisle to your groom no. and you're the bride. <laughs> I frightened you. You didn't, but frightened me in a great way. Because I was wearing a short dress. Did you think, oh no, my parents are going to think, oh, she's not that. <laughs> the right one to be married. No, not at all. My parents were over the moon and so excited. It's there was a none very of normal thing. I know, I know it is. It's a very normal thing. It's a very normal thing. But you, it was amazing and I, I'm so excited. You also went on your Hindu. And also, can I also just talk about this? You know, you, before you went on the Hindu, mm-hmm. right? It was like, you, the way that you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and the whole house has to wake up. You work to get onto this handy. You're leaving at like five in the morning. Well, obviously, you had to get ready. That has to stop happening because it's just. Well, hopefully, I'm only having one hand, so it won't happen again. Okay. Well, how was the handy? Tell me. Talk. Talk me through. Let me. I want to hear from. I want to hear from start to finish what happened. Go. No, not start to finish. Yes. Here all day. Start to finish. Go. Give it to me. Wake up. Blow dry hair. Five in the morning. My two best friends, Bella and Chrissy, text me. I haven't slept. I've been awake since five thirty. We're all woo. Get to the train station yeah pop a bottle of champagne of course you do drink it like the legends we are yeah legend get drunk M- Melissa takes it away from me she said no more for you oh so then I get tired okay okay. I'm like how long is it <laughs> everyone lied to me and said the weather was gonna be chef's kiss I can't Jemima honestly honestly it's like you're losing the plot <laughs> I can't do it without doing that as well it's like I got why do you keep your, your, your two fingers next to your lips when chef's you kiss. walk down the no when I walk down the aisle I'll just go chef's kiss <laughs> Okay, back to my hand. Okay, yeah. So you're tired. So everyone takes the champagne away from me because I'm a bit of a lightweight and I clearly was embarrassing everyone. Yeah, yeah. I then am about to fall asleep, but holding it up for everyone. Yeah, okay, cool. Get there. Get in my room. Oh, you're not even there yet? No, land. Into the room. Every- you're on a train. <laughs> yeah, land into Paris. Okay. Took longer than I thought. George, Melissa again lied to me because she, she she likes to keep me happy. She said it was going to be boiling hot sun yeah. and that the train was an hour. No, it's three hours and it rained all weekend. But So I packed nothing warm. Did you have nothing warm? No, no, skimpy, skimpy dresses. But that's okay. Um, land, everyone's room's ready. 
but not mine, not the bride's. So quickly get ready. Okay. I didn't have the schedule, so I was mincing about in my dressing gown. Everyone was like, we're ready, we're ready, let's go. Yeah. And then lo and behold, I had to quickly whip my hair up, get ready. You look pretty. And so then, what are you wearing at this point? What do you put on? Oh, I put on a little sparkly cowboy number. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. It wasn't a cowboy number. The hat made it a cowboy. I think it was just like a white outfit, right? No, it was a little sparkly dress. Yeah, it was not so flattering on, on the board, but yeah. it was. You okay. looked hot. No, if you call me hot one more time, I will divorce you. Okay. Well. I'll get... Whatever, Ellie. Get get Ellie the lawyer on it and do it and divorce me because I'm calling you hot. I don't think that's going to stand up in court. Um. Then we went in limo. We played loads of R and B. Can I just hold hold on there, cowgirl? Oh, thank you very much, Jamie. But the limos. No. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, Sophie went on a hen do, and I decided to do, to to pepper, to pepper little surprises throughout the hen do. That's what I There's wanted. There's only one pepper. No, there were two peppers. What was the second? The Ra? the table in the nightclub. Ra, ra, recipe turn. Yeah, that was not a good idea. Sorry, did you just go mad for a second? No. <laughs> did you just suddenly was... loot ra, ra, recipe It's an joke. You don't know. And nor does the listener, because they weren't the there. The club was called Rasputan. Rasputan? Rasputin. Rasputin. And in the club, they go, ra, ra, Rasputin. <laughs> God, I wish I was there. <laughs> I... God damn it, I knew I should have been there. Can I just say something? I Can I just say something? We no, get... can I just say something? No, you say something. We get to the club, it's closed. <laughs> no, sorry, it wasn't open, because we get there so early. We're like, oh God, falling asleep. Go in, Jamie's obviously paid lots of alcohol. Half an hour, we're like, gotta go. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. I paid for that table and you only stayed half an hour. But Jamie, come on, it was 1am and I was so tired of my poor little feet. From dancing. That is the most upsetting thing in the entire world. Do you I, know what? There's two upsetting things. Well, Firstly, that I just found out that I paid for a table and you only stayed for half an hour. What happened to all that alcohol I paid for? I did do a lot of shots and then I gave it to a couple next to us who were in the club. You gave it to someone else? You gave a random couple the whole table? No, they had their own table. I gave them the alcohol. That is just crazy. Can I also say something? I organised for this pink limo to happen. And a white one. And a white one? A white and a pink. There were two limos. I what? Who, I paid for two. <laughs> Thank you, Georgie Louis. Oh my god! I paid for two limos. Jamie, stop. Okay, it's not hang about on a second. Money. I paid for. A, I, it's not about, <laughs> it's about I, the experience. Oh my god! I paid for this limo, this surprise limo, this amazing pink limo that you drive around Paris and going to the Alpha Tower, all this kind of stuff. And Sophie came back, and I was like, "You like the surprise?" She was like, "Oh my god, it's best." But I was like, "How good a surprise was it?" Sophie went, "I knew about it." I was like, are you joking? It wasn't even a surprise. But you you teed it up as though I was going to have Dixie Chicks. But honestly, the limo was the highlight of the How day. on earth would I get you Dixie Chicks in Paris? You were like, if this pulls off, like how wasn't it going to pull off? Limos are very accessible. But I am so grateful. It was honestly the highlight of the tris- trip. But you made out. So well, I- can I, I'll tell you a surprise that nearly happened. What? Dixie Chicks? No, not Dixie Chicks. So it turns out that, it turns out some people listen to the podcast. And <laughs> I and shout out to shout out to EMI because they, they were just wicked. They tried to make this happen. It was gonna be wicked. Um I got a call from Lewis Capaldi's agent saying we're gonna try and get him to the wedding as a surprise for you. He can't do it, but <laughs> why would you do 
do that. He can't. He can't. But I actually feel like crying now. I'm really not happy about that. Yeah, it, it, unfortunately it can't happen, which is really upsetting. Well, thanks for letting me know. Yeah, because he's doing, he's doing, he's obviously promoting his tour, but I got a call from his agent saying we would really like to try and get Lewis there. And I had this whole plan that I was going to say, and Sophie and I was going to do my speech. At the end of the speech, I was going to say, and I have one more surprise for you. Please welcome Lewis Capaldi, and then he's going to start singing. But it's, it's not its not happening. It's the biggest flop I've ever heard, <laughs> isn't it? Thanks for just like letting me down. It's not letting you down. Well, who else are you getting then? Dixie Chicks? I don't know why you keep going. Are the Dixie Ch- Chicks alive? Like they are, I don't know if they're oh. alive still. Are they alive? They are alive and kicking. <laughs> yes. Where are they performing next? Nashville, probably. I think they got can't they were they did something politically wrong and people hate them, but I love them. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, what else happened on the Hendry? Give it to me. So first night, you're drunk, you go home. I what? go home. Second night, boom, we went to Gigi's. It was so lovely. Okay. I felt like I was going to die in the morning. I said to Georgia, I'm going to fly home, don't tell anyone. I need to be with Jamie. She was like, no, you're not. I go downstairs. I need to be with Jamie. I said, I must go home and fly with, be with Jamie. I wasn't I wasn't going to take a train straight on the flight. Night. I looked at them. I was like, it can't happen. You looked, you looked at flights on yeah, your yeah, own yeah. hand. And I wasn't going to tell anyone. I said, I'm going to slip out and you tell everyone that I've had to go. You were going to Houdini everyone at your own hand. I've never, ever felt that hungover in my entire life. It that was bad? Really, really awful. But she held the four. On my stag, the second day was the worst hangover. It's not about you. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Continue. Yeah. I get to Soho House. Mm-hmm. I fueled myself with tequila shots. Georgie What Leroux. time is this? 12. Oh, it's all right. I had a plate of bacon before. Delicious. I tried to eat the... That's because you're vegan, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the best thing about this it podcast, which I love more than anything, is that throughout this period of whatever we've been doing the podcast, you've been vegan to pescatarian to full meat eater, and then you're like, you still pretend you're vegan sometimes. I'm literally like a carnivore. Yeah, I'm you like, honestly eat so much meat. It's because I deprive myself of it for so long, and I'm like, gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah, you love it. Okay, continue. We shaky, shaky, couldn't listen to anyone. Everyone's... It, shaky, shaky? I was shaky. Oh, you were shaking. Okay. Yeah, everyone's voices were like piercing through me. I was like, got ready, went to Gigi's for lunch. It was so lovely. What did you have? Um, burrata wrapped in... Well, I wrapped mine in brazola. <sighs> wow. It was delicious. Truffle pizza, so much Truffle food. overrated, but fine. Get out of here. Okay. It was so much fun. We had a little singer. Your, your nickname was Tequila Mouse. Yeah. Because you were drinking so much tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, you played a Mr. and Mrs. game. Oh, and then I got a kebab, my first kebab. You, you, that was your first ever kebab? Yeah, but it was falafel. I didn't get the meat because it looked like... Well, that's not a kebab. Well, I still had the wrap with the kebab and I got some chips. Where did you get it from? A kebab shop. Oh my God. I and then to... I walked home. Wow, it's like you were at uni. The biggest surprise is I came home to the zap order that you ordered. <laughs> Oh, what's that? <laughs> oh, God, if you dare. No, no. If you dare. Especially not with our lovely wedding planner. Really. I, I can't. I won't say it, but that is the funniest example. Let's just say, no. maca is my, is in my smoothies. I've got this superfood, and it, it does something to your libido. That's all I'm going to say. So if you've got a low libido, start taking some maca, and that's all there is to it. Okay. No, I don't know. That's all there is to it. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Is that all there is to it? Yep. Okay, all right. this audience. No, 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 no. (laughs) All right, honey, we'll leave it as that. Listen, I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you had the best time ever. It sounds glorious. 
I tell you what, shall we go into our favourite part of the episode? Oh, let's do it. It's time for... Listeners' Messages. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listeners' messages. As always, hey, you can just send them in to um, our Instagram at Podcast or email them contact at nillywedspodcast.com. We get so many. Hi, Jamie. Sorry, Sophie. This 100% is for Jamie only. Oh, oh okay. Here we go. Here we go. Offended. Jamie, I am slightly concerned that you have double booked the spare room in your villa. What? Huh? What? You told Spencer he could stay... You told Spencer he could stay in the spare room on the previous app of new, Newlyweds. Yeah. Now my concern here, here is that on your last episode of Private Parts, you also told Tom Lucy he could stay in the spare room. News to me, sister. Tom Lucy that he could stay in the spare room in the villa. Please tell me you have two spare rooms and you have not mugged Spencer off again. 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 <laughs> again. <laughs> what was that? Please tell me you have two spare rooms and you have not mugged Spencer off again. What are you going to okay. do? No, but I can't stop. Okay. What are you going to do about this? Who gets the room if there is only one room? You should really manage yourself better. Sorry, I'm Sophie. Jess. P.S. Love you both. Jess, I'm going to tell you right now that, hey, Liz, we've got a lot of space. Tom Lucy is coming out for a day before when people aren't there. And then he's moving into his hotel. Jamie, honestly, you, I just don't... I, Hang on, honey. You need to shut that mouth of yours because you're inviting Tom, Dick and Sally to our wedding. You have invited so many people. Uh, my family. No, you, 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 Lucy Lips sometimes and you start like inviting people. Lucy Lips knows exactly who's staying in my villa. Some of my bridesmaids can't even stay in there because you're inviting Tom, Dick and Sally. No, I'm not. I'm, are you joking? We know who's staying in there and Tom, Dick and Sally are not going. Spencer is staying in the villa. Of course Spencer's staying in the villa and Tom Lucy I love so he can no, stay. No, Tom the- Lucy's not. He's staying in a hotel. He's just spending one night when no one else is there. Oh, fine. What, just me and Tom Lucy? Yeah, me, you, Tom Lucy. Lovely romantic evening. (laughs) We have another listener's message, uh, which is a simple drug swap gone wrong. Please keep anonymous. My female friend and male friend stayed in my spare bedroom and her dad gave him a Viagra, not knowing he was going to sleep with his daughter. Turns out the dad was drunk. He actually gave him laxatives. (gasps) Why did you they were in the middle of the act and he literally exploded with poo in the spare room, which was my sister's bedroom, but she was away at uni. Firstly, it's so weird that dad gave him Viagra to sleep with his daughter. Like if dad pops you a Viagra and goes, give her a good time, I would literally <laughs> disown my own father. My mum had no clue and I invited these people back to mine as it was three in the a.m. He stayed in my house while she was so drunk. She slept in the room full of poo. Oh! He told me about it and I was so tired and drunk but had to stay up and evacuate the house and scrub the bedroom before my mum got up at 7am to go to get my sister back from uni. I was all clear until two weeks later my sister found a sock down the side of the bed and she thought the sock was a literal shit. Jack, oh my god, picking this one is outrageous. Can I just ask a question? The father of the bride did not give the son the Viagra, right? I got that wrong. Yes, my female friend and my male friend stayed in the spare bedroom and her dad gave him a Viagra. That's just really weird. Oh my God, that is outrageous. That's horrible. Okay, next one. Okay, we got another one. You ready for the safe? Sure. After hearing about the story of the dad walking in on that girl having sex, it reminded me of my own story. Could it be worse? I'm a lesbian and I haven't told my parents, but it's pretty obvious to be honest. 
Anyway, my female friend came round and we started experimenting with new... Oh my God, I can't think I can read this. I can't wait. My female friend came round and we started experimenting with new double-ended dildos. <laughs> we were getting into it when suddenly, I think I possibly thrusted too intensely and it jammed into my friend so hard, she let out a big scream. Suddenly, we could hear footsteps coming up the stairs. We both panic, but she's in a lot of pain. Oh. Rolling around on the bed completely naked, like a newborn puppy. Newborn I'm urging puppy. her to get some clothes on as the footsteps are getting louder. She keeps rolling. I turn to put my trousers on quickly and urge my friend to do the same. As I put my first leg through, I slip and fall face first into my mirror. I oh, then let out a scream louder than my friend's. I suddenly hear my stepdad call my name in worry and immediately opens the door. What he saw next could only be described as what looked like a battle scene from Gladiator. His daughter, half naked, with one leg in her trousers, lying by a mirror holding her bruised face, the giant dildo abandoned on the bed like a used weapon, and my innocent friend fully naked on the bed. In that moment, my friend panicked and rolled directly off the side of the bed with a loud thud. Hit the ground... My stepdad quickly shut the door and we never spoke about it again. A week later, my mum got back from holiday and gave him a big smirk in the living room. She'd heard the news. I went bright red and without saying anything, she gave me a massive hug and she said, I already knew you like girls. Maybe next time take it easy with the toys when your stepfather's in the house. Why does that give me goosebumps? We both belly laughed. <laughs> so a happy ending after all. Oh, I honestly am strange. I get goosebumps at the weirdest things. That's a lovely story. Isn't that sweet? Albeit quite graphic, but it's a lovely ending. It's just quite an aggressive story at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but look, happy ending now. Oh, you'll tag it. You just, you just chill out on the toys. Imagine that. Oh, like you're talking to me. I was like, oh. No. Okay, honey, you ready for the next one? It's anonymous, so please okay. keep us anonymous. Otherwise, you'll have the first nearly red divorce. <laughs> when I was dating my now husband, we told each other we wanted to be completely honest and open with everything in hope of a long-lasting, loving relationship. However, this resulted in some weird-ass stories being shared. One day I asked him what the weirdest situation he'd been in, but wasn't expecting the answer he gave. He said once he got a phone call from his childhood best friend at 2am saying he would send an address and that he had to get over right away as it was an emergency. When he arrived, he realised... Some sort of weird orgy had taken place, as not only was his friend naked when opening a stranger's front door, but he was also accompanied by three other naked men and women in doggy <laughs> position on a coffee table. Oh my God. No, no. Oh my God. His friend was panicking and said, I'm so sorry, but we're all off our tits and we can't get it out. <laughs> my husband looked over and saw that the emergency was to retrieve what was to retrieve a sky remote out of a stranger's asshole <laughs> oh my god this was a while back so we're talking old school the big wide fuckers i remember them <laughs> wide sky remote with the rubber handle inside a woman's rectum i'm so sorry the poor girl was sweating with tears in her eyes pleading him to remove the sky why wouldn't you ask your mate? Why would you phone your mate up to do that? After 20 minutes and a pair of pliers with an audience of naked drunk men, he managed to remove the remote from her arse. A pair with, of pliers? With his pr 
prognosis being, I think what happened was the rubber handle caused friction with the rim of her ass and caused a blockage. <laughs> Still the worst is a baked potato. No, the worst is the wine bottle. That's... No, the worst is the Granny Smith apple. <laughs> Just looking like a tennis ball. With the spike as well, the store. Also going, what is that? <laughs> That's the best. Imagine here. What is that? Pretending <laughs> it felt nice as well. Like, Ooh, oh. <laughs> um, so on the things up bums, we've had a bunch more messages. I thought we'd do a final round. Of oh, things up bums. Jack, you love these God, ones. Oh, Jack's got a fetish for things Listen, up yeah. the bum. No, I haven't. We've been sent a lot of messages. And I think it's only fair that we read some of them out. Okay, Jackie. All right. Last round. Go on, okay, Jackie. last round. Okay, last round. Okay. Dawn has said she's seen a toilet Dawn. brush. She works in A&E. Toilet brush with the brush end, razor blades, <gasps> a, football, f- a football trophy. <laughs> No, what? This, this is this is cause for ambulance, surely. This is cause for ambulance. <laughs> Dia or Dia said she saw a full bottle of cowpile up there. Wonder what flavour. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia said she, they found an animal. Don't she didn't describe what animal? Hamster. An eel. Ham, an eel. Oh, and hamster. It's true. People do do that. Yeah. Ruby says she works in A and E. Said she said it's all true, and the excuses are always the same, which is they fell on it. And lastly, Harvey says, when I worked in trauma department a few years ago, we took a chap to theatre to remove a butternut squash from his ass, Not once, but twice on separate occasions. Oh, God, people are absolutely... Talking about getting your fingers burned twice. Like, you do it once and you go, I could do that again. Like, why on a, a butternut squash? Also, like, surely these people have problems going to the loo. Like, their bums must be so big, they can't hold anything in. <laughs> Like that would stretch. Like a butternut squash is. There's no. Yeah, but you're, 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 that's not. They would just if they needed the loo. It's just slopping straight out, isn't it? <laughs> what it's got to be said, it is. A razor. That's that's. Did you just a say slopping straight well, no, out? No, oops, sorry, that's not what happens to me. Cut this out. No. What on no, earth? Why on earth would it happen to you? I no no. The when have you been putting butternut squashes? Right. Up delete. 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 Abort mission. Bought mission. That's what he should have done with the butternut squash. Okay, we have a lovely little jingle for our proposed pod, and this week it's from Mrs. Gunnell. Mm, not one of the best. Uh, we have our proposed pod, uh, who is from Chloe, who says. Uh, So over the last four months, I have been training for the Paris London Marathons. Every Monday is my long run and I always looked forward to the first hour as I would listen to your podcast and laugh away so hard that people would be staring at me thinking that I had problems. Anyways, having completed Paris on the 2nd of April, I then went and did London Marathon last week. I had saved up two episodes of your podcast to listen to and Wednesday's We Drink Wine as well. Big shout out to that pod. A girl comes up to me whilst I was running and starts running alongside me and thanked me for running for St. Richard's Hospice as her mum used to used it when she passed away six months ago. She had seen me laughing while I was listening to Jamie's stag do and asked what I was running to. I said nearly weds and she started crying as she said that her and her mum used to listen to it last year before her passing and as she the daughter was getting married. This year, we then proceeded to talk about your podcast while I was running so under so much heavy breathing and how many laughs it provided over the last 12 months. 
So thank you for the last year. And although my proposed the pod turned out to be us chatting about it for 4K, it kept me going through my training. So thank you both so much, oh, Chloe. Oh, that's so lovely. Isn't that amazing? And congratulations on your marathon. That's amazing. That is amazing. That's amazing. I love that one. I really love that one too. Um, Producer Jack, has anyone else asked us anything else? Yeah, a lot of people have been asking whether you forgot to bury a sausage on we your did. wedding day because it rained. We forgot, honey. But the rain added to it, but Spain will be buried. We're going to bury a sausage in Spain. I'm burying chorizos everywhere. It, 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 what, is it a Spanish or Irish tradition? I can't remember. Irish. I think it's an Irish tradition to bury a sausage. So we're going to be burying a sausage before the wedding. Yeah, yeah. What type of sausage are we going to pick? Well, one of each, like a, a saucisson, a chorizo, a Richmond. I'll bring them Frankfurt. Okay. We'll just we'll cover bases. All right, honey, I like it. Listen, um, guys, we want to say a big thank you to every single person who keeps writing in and all the proposed the pods. We listen to every single one. We read through all the messages. And listen, we're so close to the wedding now. We're so excited. So please just keep sending them in. They make us laugh. They really oh, they make... Oh, Jamie. Okay, all right, all right. Well, you know where to send them to. At, slide into our DMs at Nillyweds Podcast or send us, send us an email, contact at nillywedspodcast.com. So if that's the end of... Listener's Messages. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so if we have a um, really exciting, fun bit right now. We do. By the way, before um, we go into this bit, I do want to give a huge shout-out to Stanley's, who provided us an amazing lunch after our lunch wedding. It was delicious. It was, it was so great. So Stanley's is on the King's Road. Um, after our wedding ceremony at Chelsea Registry Office, we walked across the road and went to Stanley's. We had amazing lunch food. It was delicious. So shout out to those guys because they really put on a show. And boy, oh boy, did they allow us to drink some drinks. Yeah, it's great. It's such a great venue. It was just a delicious venue. Hey, and also really exciting because one of our friends who was at that wedding, at the ceremony, who'd one can't... One of our best friends, who's very talented, who was at that wedding, is going to join us today on our podcast. Yeah, so she couldn't come to the actual wedding, um, but she uh, came to... the actual wedding, she can't come to the Spanish wedding. Can't come to the Spanish wedding, so she came to the ceremony. She has an amazing business called Pinky Studios, and she is writing, because of one one of our wedding favours we wanted to do, she is writing poems individually for each of our guests. So we decided to bring her on the podcast and discuss poems and all these kind of stuff today. So please welcome to the podcast, one of our friends, Tally Gilbert. Tally Hackett. No, Tally Gilbert. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, uh, well, you said maiden name and then married name. I did. Well done about I that. I prefer my maiden name. Yeah. Tally Hackett. Yeah, sorry. But I, but <laughs> I find it hard, right, when people get married. Yeah. Because I've known you for so, I mean, 
years and years and years since what like 15 or whatever it is um how uh, how old were you guys when you actually did meet I don't know, 15, 16, 17, yeah. around then? Yeah. 15, 16, 17, then. <laughs> so well, it, they're quite different ages. It's like 17 years ago, I would say. Yeah, a really long time. Um, Tao, listen, we're super excited to have you on because... Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, we're so excited. Terrible so, imposter syndrome. <laughs> no, why are you and like... <laughs> don't have imposter syndrome. Before, by the way, before we kick things off, I, we, Sophie and I owe you the biggest thank you. Uh, for a few biggest. reasons. Firstly, because you're just... Um, you're one of the greatest friends to us. Um, you're doing an amazing, what we call wedding favor mm. for our wedding we were going to talk about. Um, but also when Sophie and I were going through our really anxious time, typically Sophie going through a really anxious moment. It was very bad. Yeah, of, yeah, of, of marriage and stuff like that. You know, we, met, we went for breakfast with you. and well, I walked into that cafe yeah and i thought someone had died because <laughs> you mind tally sorry just to cut you off is uh, how many months pregnant very pregnant very pregnant <laughs> and, at, baby in and at that point you were really badly pregnant with morning sickness yeah vomiting and feeling busy. terrible yeah. and i walked in going, no i just walked in and you both i thought someone had died <laughs> Or that you think we weren't getting married, which was sort of then spoken about. And made that me was quite... actually on the cusp at the point. I know, but point. I do, it, to be honest, it's so nice how you guys are honest about the anxiety surrounding a wedding because I have friends, we have friends yeah. who hated every minute, like yeah. absolutely hated it, and sort of ran down the arms like, "Oh my god, thank god that's over." Why does that happen though? I don't know. I mean, I I didn't really mind. My mum like really took over, like really took over. So I was sort of just Sorry. quite backseat, which was actually great. And yeah. Alex was very, whatever you want, which was also quite great. Well, you know, that's where it differed with us, I think. <laughs> Bridezilla. Are you joking? <laughs> Are you joking, Groomzilla? No, I, did, I have really struggled. I would say no. I've really, and you know, I've spoken to Tal Lowe's about it. Like, mm. I've really not felt myself no. since, which is quite <laughs> weird. Sorry, I've got <laughs> I've got such bad indigestion from being pregnant. Did you just bubble? Yeah, sorry. Like... No, I burped. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Very me anyway, but it is... I don't have any Rennie. Like, fuck. <laughs> oh but, my God, I love you. But you haven't, so you haven't felt yourself. And then, but weirdly enough, Tal, having that breakfast with you when you basically said, look, everything's going to be cool. This is natural. This is normal. Yeah. Uh, Sophie and I walked away from that and we just felt different people. We were mm. like, we just wish we could have Tally to hug us all the time. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, but I think it. it is. You've got to say, like, this isn't, you're not going to enjoy every minute of it. And some mm. of it is shit. And lots of people try and make the whole thing about themselves. You're also documenting the whole thing. Hard. Like, it's a lot. So I'm not it's really surprised. I wasn't that surprised. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I think that, but I'm glad you didn't cancel. Oh my the god! Best thing that I really me. never wanted to. I just thought <laughs> Sophie was just like I used to. I was like, this is going to be still time. No, baby, don't say that. No, but the best thing Tal told me to do was because, as you know, I imagine I'm, you're marrying someone else. <laughs> yeah, just close your eyes and think of England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you said, you know, what would be your sort of dream wedding? And I wanted like a really intimate wedding. Mm. And you said sort of like, you know, make the London wedding, the civil ceremony. That will be your day. And yeah. that sort of gave me such a pep in my step. And I... Mm. A what? Pep in my step? Is that not the same? I don't know. She's always Tally, says this. I come just on, you know me well enough to know that I have my own language. Pepper, yeah. pepper in a step. <laughs> a little pepper in her step. She's like, what? A little pepper in the step. But Tao, you're, you're married. You've been married how many years now? I've been married... For, fuck I don't know Three, <laughs> four. No, four years no, nearly because four it was years. when I was just getting with Jamie yeah 
and you weren't at my wedding, which is really and sad. Because we just, I know. But we, think, yeah. But were you married for years? We were, I was there at the engagement when yeah, when he proposed. We engaged. You were an usher. I was an usher. The whole thing was Wait, amazing. You were there when he yeah, we were in OC Island. Yeah. Yeah. It was a surprise. God, I wish I knew. Obviously, it was a fucking surprise. What a stupid <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> but, no, I but, didn't know. But your love... Kicking him in the shins. But your love story, I just... Before, you know, before we get into the wedding favours and that, your love story is amazing. So can you tell we us? Have, we've got a good story, haven't we? Whenever I tell anyone who I meet, wherever, people are always like, that's a good story. So, can you can you tear it up for well, us? We were best friends for seven years. We were retaking some of our A-levels in... Um, London mm -hmm. and we met and he'd never had a friend who was a girl yeah. he went to all boys school and was quite boy and shy yeah. and we became best friends and we were best friends for seven years we slept in the same bed every night we shagged all each other's friends it was just never like that ever like really really never um and then we were going to a birthday and we got on the train and Alex had like seven of those mini bottles of red wine and was like cross-eyed <laughs> and purple, literally purple. Quite like you. Quite Jamie. I'm probably quite red now as well. But. And um, we, I was singing a guy and I had my phone and I was doing this on my phone. And he was like, what are you doing? I said, well, I've taken this picture. I'm not really one to send nudes. I've never really sent nudes. I don't know why I'm saying this. I don't think anyone really cares, but... Um, I'm literally in. I'm in as well. I, I'd taken a picture that was you know quite not like i'm not talking like flap spread i'm like it's, it was like Close flaps. it was subtle it was classy <laughs> your vagina was smoking a cigarette and it was like <laughs> it, was looking, it was looking really classy it, was, no, like, it yeah. actually wasn't of anything it was it just was it nothing. was classy it was nice it was yeah tasteful. it's just a if good it got thing leaked i wouldn't care <laughs> yeah, it, yeah i'd be proud <laughs> um it's me and my heyday um and anyway, he was like, show me. And I said, no, that is so weird. You're like my brother, we're on the train. He said, no, come on, just show me. And I'll tell you whether to send it. Never sent a picture like that, showed him. It was to a guy who's a friend of ours who I was seeing because we saw each other's friends, we, you know. Mm -hmm. And Alex took my phone and he goes, is that you? And I said, yeah, that's, that's me. And he was like, oh, sometimes I forget you're a girl. <laughs> and I was like, cool, thanks. I guess that's a compliment. Anyway, fast forward to that night, we get really drunk and we end up getting together. Um, and we woke up the next morning and did it again. And my brother was in the next room and he was like, this is incest because we were so close. And it kind of just kept happening. We lived together. We were mm. such best friends. Um, and it's such a funny one because we had to work really hard to make it become a proper relationship because we, yeah. we skipped all the dating and yeah. the court. You know, you guys started as best yeah, friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it is really weird. And we had seven years under our belts. And when we told everyone, I remember going to the pub with Jemima and saying, me and Alex slept together. And she, no one could believe it. Everyone was like, what? And you know, everyone you thought it was a... Jemima, our close like friend, huh? I, I think I do remember when it started happening. I, I do. But everyone was, everyone had a massive opinion on it. Of course. Well, you guys have, mm -hmm. like... Yeah. Oh, it's never going to work. Never this... going to work. If you guys don't work, you know, you guys have been friends the longest and then what's everyone else going to do? And I was like, oh God, I don't know. But anyway, we kept sleeping together, kept sleeping together. And then eventually sort of fell in love. Yeah, it's and amazing. And then ended up getting married. And but it, it replicates what happened to Sophie and, and I. And such mm. a team. Yeah, we're really, but like best yeah. friends is an amazing foundation. I must say, 
I think I would recommend, <laughs> I'm not it's quite a bold statement, shag your best friend, but like, yeah. just give it a go. Yeah, just what give can, it a go. What, like, what <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is that there is a lot to lose, of course. And I think with us, we, it was quite an unusual situation. Like Alex was modelling really successfully. Mm. And I think it's quite, it was a really strange time. He was so conditioned through being in that industry for a mm. decade. And like, as we all are, you open a magazine, it's like, Instagram, that's beautiful, yeah. that's hot. That's like 10 out of 10. Like she's rank. She's not. I mean, his ex-girlfriend was a supermodel. Mm. The one before was like, you know, I'm got tits. I'm curvy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> quite a big deal. But do you know what I mean? And he said that he had such conflict in his head because he was so attracted to me, but he worked in this industry so for 10 years. Well, you know, you, I worry about our children. You open a magazine now and you're like, it's terrific. Well, I don't know anyone who looks like that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And our friends are all pretty, you know, we've got so many beautiful friends and Tell, I know, friends I, inside out. But it was so, it was a very strange... But it's amazing. But did he confide in you? Sorry. Yeah, he I'm, told I, me. You are he in. Did. No, you he did, he did. He, I remember us speaking about it and he was like, I like fancy you so much. But, but he's been conditioned. Yeah. It was really weird. It was very strange. Yeah. But then you guys fell in love and it's amazing. And, it, and it's the same, same with Sophie and I. Because... Um, you know, we Sophie, you, you and I did start off as friends. We started sharing a bed together. Sophie's a model and you're yeah, not. Yeah, Sophie's a model and I'm not. And, and then... I was like, fuck, I'm conditioned to fancy really tall, dark and <laughs> Right? Like, you can't yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. This, like, four-foot interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's used it. <laughs> oh, my God. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, that's getting mm. cut. But it's true. And then, you know, we start, we, we, we hooked up and then we we're like, oh, this is just whatever fun. Mm. And I remember speaking to a friend of mine. Um, I remember I went to South America with my great friend, Alexi. Um, and he said, who are you going? I said, this guy. And he said, oh, is it serious? I went, ah, it's not serious. We're just friends. Mm, I remember, no, I, but it was at that point. And, but, but you, but also you just don't reason. And subconsciously it was, it was just becoming deeper and deeper and deeper. And then, mm. you know, we end up getting married like you guys and mm. it's just the best thing in the world. I also think you two have the same thing that Alex and I do where we do both have pasts and we are, we have got with people who are friends and it's overlapped and we kind of made a conscious decision when we got together that the past is the past yeah because you have so many like i have so many situations with friends or like not so much now but when we were younger they'd be like oh well his ex-girlfriend was there and or he's kissed her and you just have to let it go it's like the biggest yeah. advice for any relationship i would just say you've got to move forward from it because it really pulls you back and it's let the past be the past yeah. but like, i do think that is that's really like relevant to the friendship thing because if you are Agreed. just based on like attraction there is a jealousy yeah but if you've got that sort of like soul <sighs> connection yeah. and friendship yeah. hello guru that's yeah, that's, that's so true. Why, that's true. You, you don't have, because you're like, well, they don't have what we have. No. You know, they can be, it yeah. might be 10 times better or whatever, but. It doesn't matter, you know. we don't have what also, we have. Also, it's very attractive to actually not care. I'm not saying pretend you don't care. And of course, if you have any issues with anything in relationship, always raise it because communication is so key. Mm. But we'd walk into a bar and a girl would look at Alex and I'd, I'd start laughing and I'd be like, have you shagged her? <laughs> and he'd sort of smile at me and I'd just laugh. I yeah. literally would laugh. And he was like, it's confidence is so attractive. Like, yeah. you know, and, it, that's, and it's based on a friendship base. I totally get it. Yeah. And, and Tao also, you know, you have this amazing business now and this is what's so exciting for our wedding favor. Um, your business is called Pinky, it's Pinky called Studio, Pinky Studio. And uh, what you do is, well, you can explain it better. Well, I've written poems all my life, as you know, for every party, event, wedding, funeral, 30th hen, you name it, 
I've probably written it. Um, <laughs> and I do do them for fun. And, you know, it would be someone's birthday and someone would say, oh, Tal, are you going to write one of your poems? And I'd, yeah, of course, of course. And then I'd read them out like a speech. And everyone was always so kind and um, said they were great. And, you know, you sort of like, oh, okay, thanks. And then I decided that I actually needed to make something of it. It was actually my sister-in-law. Um, but we had this conversation and she said, just do it. And yeah. I sort of was like, well, I couldn't do it for people I don't know. That's ridiculous. You know, I, no, no, no. You know, all this imposter syndrome, as I say, which is massive for so everyone, everyone, everyone. Yeah. Um, and then I launched the Instagram sort of overnight. I made an Instagram page. I was like, you know, what do I have to lose? I'll make an Instagram page. If no one follows it or no one wants me to do them a poem, then I tried. Anyway, it was so nice and lots of lovely people. I didn't ask anyone. I think sometimes it's nice when it's organic. I didn't ask anyone to post anything or do anything. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. You, you just did it. And then got lots of really lovely inquiries and started writing poems to people I'd never met. So we do a questionnaire. We have a phone call and a chat and, you know, I'm quite easy to talk to. Yeah. And they tell me what they want. Like I've had brides and wanting to do surprise speeches and I've got best men wanting help with their best man speech. Um, someone for a 35th wedding anniversary, like, just everything you could imagine. And it's so lovely. You chat to these people and I sort of say, oh yeah, well, okay, I'll send you a bespoke questionnaire. You fill it in and then get it back to me. And then from that questionnaire, I then create a poem. Every single person, we have 200 guests or whatever mm. it is. And every single person at the, the wedding now has a little poem about them on their table place. So when yeah. they come to the table, they lift something and there's a poem about them. Mm. And you and I had a conversation. You said, right, okay, we need to talk through these family members. Okay, give me four things about them that yeah. is nice and reminds you of them and stuff like that. So I said, okay, they... Um, you were like, they Uncle love- Sam, road rage, <laughs> ginger, small, competitive. I was like... Perfect. I'll try and put a positive spin on all of that. It's quite. Um, and then, yeah, and some of the people you don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. You're good. like, that was I was good. like, oh, maybe they're Sophie's list. No, no, definitely my list, but I don't know them. I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. perfect. I can't wait. Can you give us a little snippet of something that you've done or that we might receive? Or so I think this was one I wrote for Alex's thirtieth. We actually had just got engaged the night before. You were there. Okay, so this is your husband, Alex. Alex. He'd never had a girl who was just a friend. Little did we know what would happen in the end. He'd walk me back home, pushing his BMX, back to his parents' house for our daily Mario Kart sesh. We became inseparable pretty fucking quickly. Everywhere I went, he would be there with me. We bonded over music. I showed him all the hits. And then we'd go out raving and got completely off our tits. Oh my god! It's so good. It's quite hard to find one that wasn't a bit rude. Yeah, but rude did, is fine. I did thirty-five poems for a lunch that my brother organised. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. I had my little jam pot one. I loved it. Yeah, but yours was very quite yours was PG. Quite tame, yeah. Some were not. Some were not PG. Some are literally like. No, no, I think some of the boys later in the night had terrible anxiety, worrying about. <laughs> yeah. Does everybody think this? <laughs> Yeah, but it's so, so good. Tao, um, listen, we are overwhelmed with joy that you're doing that for the wedding. We are so, so, so excited. Thank you. You're just the greatest. Thank you're you for best. supporting oh, us. Guys. Thank, Thank you, you for so being there much. for us and we love you. And we're proud Thank of you. you proud of you too hey and when the baby well done for making it Jesus Christ it was touch and go (laughs) it was was touch and go (laughs) honey if you were going to write a poem for me uh, what would you say oh well don't put me on as well go on give it a go Uh, Jamie Lang Jamie Lang Jamie Lang is a peng no, I don't like doing that. This is the worst poem I've ever I don't like doing that. Come on, shush. All right, honey. Well, listen, um, that's the uh, the end of the episode. <gasps> 
well, we got one next week, so don't you fret, kiddos. Oh, <laughs> we're not going to fret anywhere. Hey, and listen, how many weeks away are we from... The... I don't want to know that because that's, you know, I'm being calm, but we don't need to... I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Three, two... We are... Three. 20 days... Boy. 20 days oh, away no, from no, our that gives a little wedding. bit of a flutter in my chest. It's 20 days away from the you wedding. You said it once, no more times. Honey, 20 days. Do you want to punch? Oh, <laughs> 20 days away from... Oh, I will punch you. Okay, Okay, right. if you're getting married... No, 20 days, Shut honey. up, Jamie. If you're getting married... 20 days. If you're getting married, uh, we'll be getting a divorce if you say it one more time. As always, at the end of the episode, well, not as always, but our new thing is that we have someone wishing us a good luck for um, our wedding. And last week, we had my sister, and this week, we have somebody else. Jamie, Sophie, hi, hope you're well. I've just been asked to send you a little video note, and I wanted to quote a saying from the late, great Robin Williams, who's talking to Matt Damon. Let me tell you, sport, you're not perfect. And the girl you met, she won't be perfect. What's important is that you're perfect for each other. And I can tell you 100% you two are perfect for each other. Very, hey, very Patrick, sweet. We love you. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, everybody, don't worry. We're going to be back next week with another episode. If you want to send us any voice notes, any stories, anything at all, please do send them to at nillywedspodcast.com or slide into our DMs at nillywedspodcast. If you're getting married. Good luck. If you're getting engaged. Go great. Uh, <laughs> go great. <laughs> Go right. Go right. If you're Go get it. If you're getting a divorce. Happy days. <laughs> if you're thinking about proposing. Go do it. And if you're single. You rock. Okay, we love you, we everybody. Love you. We'll Bye. see you next week. Goodbye. I'm delirious today. Well done. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.